The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, Ashley Larkin, the TV chef and the mindful eating coach, is back with me with some goodies, Ashling. Some of them more appetising than others. <laughs> it depends on your opinion. We are talking all about building the ultimate flavour pantry today. Okay. We can jazz up so much of our food, like flavourless food, flavoursome food, with a really, really good, well-stocked pantry. Um, there's we're missing a bit of a culinary link in terms of skills and the culinary skills we have at home. When you go to a Michelin star restaurant or a really good restaurant, you've got chefs who, you know, they do long, slow cooking processes. There's hours that goes into slow Mm. cooking and all of this before you get your food. At home, we don't necessarily have the time or the skill to do that. So we need a kind of a quick way into flavour and how you build flavour into your gorgeous dishes. Salt, pepper and ketchup. Oh, Those are the three things we need for flavour, is it not? Yeah, I'm, in, I'm with you. I'll salt, 100 million percent. Pepper, absolutely. Ketchup, yeah, I mean, occasionally. But, but there's a slightly more, not even sophisticated way of doing it, but just a smarter way of doing it, I think. And building your flavour pantry, like the first thing you have to do is start with your own pantry at home. Okay. Give it an all clear out. There's jars in there since 2012. You can be guaranteed. Get rid of that. Oh yeah, they're kind of, st- when you try to move them, you realise they're, they're, they're a little stuck to the, the yeah. bottom of the press. Yeah, they're a bit leaky at the top. They're <laughs> the ones you want to get rid of. Um, the second thing is like, pick a cuisine that you're interested in. Is it Italian? Is it Greek? Is it Middle Eastern? Is it Italian? And kind of start there and slowly build up. Because I mean, it can be expensive to build up your, your store cupboard. And the other one, which I'm kind of going to focus hugely on today is discernment which is that piece of quality over quantity. It's an area we don't tend to spend a lot of money on and I'm not talking huge money but a little bit of extra on quality, quality condiments makes all the difference. All right, okay. So there's three different things uh, here in front of me. The closest is miso paste. Is that right? Yeah. What is miso paste? It's a thick, savoury cooking paste. If you open up that jar actually you'll see it. So it has a real earthiness. It has a saltiness. It has a depth of flavour. It originated in China um, and then it made its way with the Buddhist monks over to Japan and it really got incorporated into Japanese culture. So what is it? It's made from fermented soybeans, salt, rice, um, and then they add a mould. Aspergillus is the mould that they add and then it's fermented. So there's a couple of different varieties of miso you can get. The kind of the lighter the colour, the milder the flavour, the the younger a miso it is. So the less time it was fermented for. And you can get like really, really dark brown rice misos, real depth of flavour. It has almost like a a funky flavour. So this is It's fermented mould. I'm not surprised. (laughs) What I have done, right, is I brought us a couple of things to taste. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it um, and some gorgeous recipes you can do with miso because I think we have this belief that it's has to be linked with Asian cookery or, Mm. you know, particularly Japanese cookery and it doesn't. What I've done is I've made you up a little broth. Okay, okay? I see this here. It kind of looks like a cup of tea. Exactly. But it is, it's almost like, I think, a miso broth for like 4pm slump when you taste it, you're going to... to drink this, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, drink it. So you can make like a ramen, like a soup or a broth out of it. Just have a little drink. Oh, it is quite nice actually. It it? is like a little cup of soup, yeah. But you can't put your finger on what it is. And it's not mm. laden with like artificial flavours. It's not laden with salt. It's all natural umami flavour that you're getting. Oh, because I would say there's a lot of salt in that. But that's what but you that's get. But that's not, that's just the flavour, that's the, uh, a similar flavour. Exactly. So when you're talking about adding like salt to food, mm. we can use miso paste to do that. And B-complex vitamins, full of them. It's a probiotic. So how do you make that? Enzymes. That is basically that in boiling water. It's a scoop of the paste and boiling water. So what I would do if I was at home is I would drop noodles into that. Yes. Miso paste, boiling water, a little bit of bok choy, 
purple sprouting broccoli and a jammy soft boiled egg on top. A couple of little chilli flakes. You have a beautiful bowl okay. of ramen in there. You just dip batch bread into it. Wait, that's that what I nice? bought you batch bread for. Oh, look at that batch bread. I'm going to have to do a little bit of dippage here. So I think we can kind of take it out of that place of just being mm. in the realm of um, Asian cookery. The other thing that it is beautiful for, you combine a little bit of that paste with butter. And when you cook a steak, just spread that miso butter over your steak. It is sensational. Oh, right. Or cook mushrooms in it. Mushrooms, a little bit of spinach on that gorgeous bit of toasted sourdough bread. Insane. So that's miso paste. That's miso. Okay. Whistle stop. All right. That's that. You've won me over to miso. I have to say that's quite delicious. I might finish that little uh, cup of soup. There you go. I'm Keep certainly going to go back to it after what's on the next plate. Will we talk about anchovies? Yes, if we must. I know, and anchovies. this is look, it. They even look repulsive. Oh, so, so what I've brought us into studio is I have a beautiful sourdough bread. And again, I'm going back to discernment. I have a beautiful Irish butter that's made with cream. It's made with a little bit of seaweed and a little bit of sea salt. And then we have an anchovy on top. Now, what I'm going to tell you, there's a few things I need to tell you about anchovies. I suppose they come with such a bad rap because so many people kind of believe that they're overpowering. We have to harness the power of them. We're going hardcore here because it we're eating like it on bread. It that a surgeon would remove from you in a hospital. Well, look, I mean, it's, it is... It's a, some like, sort of growth. It's not. It's not. Have a taste. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have already tasted all of this before we started. Mm. You're not going to get an overpowering fishy taste, right? It You get... A saltiness. You do get a mild fishiness, right? And like I said, we're going hardcore here. I'm making you eat it like out of the tin straight away, right? And this is an oil packed one. So this is almost like your workhorse anchovy. Now what I'm going to tell you you need to do with that. I know, I know. I've given it to you Mm. hardcore. What would be gorgeous is, and how I use it at home, is cook it down. Anchovies are one of the secret weapons of so many celebrated chefs out there. It's the secret ingredient that goes into marinades, olive oil, anchovies, garlic, rosemary. Spread that over a shoulder of lamb before you roast it in the oven over lamb chops. It is insane. Really? Yeah. Cook it, heat up a little bit. If you want a pasta dish, heat up olive oil, garlic, chilli flakes, anchovies. What happens is when you cook them, they melt. So I've given it to you the very, I suppose, the raw state. If you melt it down, you get an entirely different flavour. It's like the miso. It's this salty, full flavoured umaminess that's in your mouth and it's very difficult to even put your fingers on it. It's the texture, I think, more than the taste it's is the what texture. puts me off. Because yeah. I do like quite, like I love sardines straight from the tin. Okay. I love sardines in the tomato okay. sauce with Philadelphia on toast. Absolutely delicious. Gonna try that. But um, it's just like I say, it just looks. I can't. No, I'm just gonna have to get rid of the. I'll take your word for it. What you're gonna need to do is I'll give you one more Caesar salad dressing: five tablespoons of mayonnaise, two anchovies, one clove of garlic, one tablespoon of white wine vinegar, sixty grams of Parmesan cheese, black pepper. That's easy. The ultimate Caesar salad dressing. You will never buy anything from a bottle again if you use that. Now we're back more into comfort territory here for me. A bit more bread, some carrots, some hummus and this. It kind of, I actually thought it was peanut butter first of all. I thought, this is really off my street. It's not peanut butter. There's lots of Arabic writing on it. What is it? It is. It has its Arabic roots. You're so right. It's tahini. So tahini means to grind. It is ground down sesame seeds. So you've made such a brilliant comparison there. The closest way I could even describe it, if you've never seen it before, is it's kind of like peanut butter, but it's a so mild grinder in the Arabian Peninsula. Tahini, <laughs> maybe not. It's a bad joke. Anyway, go on. 
<laughs> it's it um yeah look it's it's mild it's it's kind of it has a bitterness to it we traditionally use it and if you have a spoon and I gave you a spoon there just have a little taste of it on its own it, a taste of what's in of the, the jar of the tahini in the jar on its own okay. it's it's not the most delicious flavour on its own right and this is one of the things with tahini but I'm not expecting you to eat it on its own it's kind of claggy isn't it oh, and it has a bitterness claggy, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's not it's not however yeah, it's I'm, sharp. I'm not prescribing that you dr- eat it on its own right mm. it is a core ingredient in what I've made you and what I've brought you this is my own homemade hummus oh lovely it is one of my star recipes it is a tin of chickpeas two big tablespoons of your tahini one clove of garlic half of a squeeze of a juice of half a lemon sea salt cumin blitz that up and it is Delicious. Oh, that is so good. So it's it's about, like I said, building that store cupboard ingredient and having it like Atalengi made tahini really quite trendy. But what we forget about tahini is the fact that it's actually a powerhouse of nutrients. It's got about 90 calories per tablespoon, which is quite high, eight grams of fat, but it's all the good fat. It's the mono, it's the polyunsaturated fat, really, really good. It's got a good bit of fibre in it. It's got vitamin B for your release of energy and vitamin E. So what I would say is if you're dolloping a spoon of peanut butter on your porridge in the mornings, yes. have that and a little bit of honey over it. You're getting so much more nutrients. Okay, because about four hours ago now, I had, this is my mid-afternoon snack here in News Talk, okay. is yogurt yes. with peanut butter and some dried fruit. Okay. Mixed together. This, you think, would yes. be a good uh, substitute. substitute for the peanut butter. But as you said, you're, we're kind of used to a saltiness with peanut butter and we're kind of used to almost like balance night with a little bit of sweetness, maybe what you're doing with the dried yeah. fruit. What I would recommend is do your Greek yogurt so you're getting your protein in. Yeah. Uh, you do a big dollop of your tahini yeah. and then you can make a chia jam. Ba- buy a bag of frozen berries. Yes. Put them in a saucepan. About 50 grams of maple syrup. Put in um, 20 grams of chia seeds. You make this amazing chia jam. It's incredibly sweet. It has none of the sugar of jam so you don't want any extra sugars but it has the sweetness. It has the same texture as jam and have that as your snack. Okay, because I was wondering, like, I mean, I w- this big jar of tahini, I'd struggle, you'd be making an awful lot of hummus to get through it all you'd be surprised I go through a lot of hummus in my house alright okay <laughs> what you can do as well which is another lovely top tip is as a mayonnaise replacement instead of putting mayonnaise on your wrapper as a spread it's all about kind of those nutrient dense calories getting the most nutrients you can from the foods you're choosing use yogurt you put this in a sandwich mm, So mix it with Greek yogurt so Greek yogurt yeah. tahini a little bit of turmeric a little bit of sea salt a little bit of olive oil just a tiny little drizzle yeah. and spread that on your wrap like if you're having a wrap full of salad or your sandwich or whatever really tasty really really tasty and nutrient dense alright I've been won over by tahini and miso and you can bring the anchovies back to Waterford <laughs> that's all I'll say uh, Ashley pleasure as always Ashley Larkin the TV chef and the mindful eating coach the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.